Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey guys, it's Robert from The College Investor here, and I am excited to talk to you today about how to refinance a mortgage if you have student loan debt. Now, interest rates are rising. The federal funds rate has risen almost a 1.2% in the last two years, and it's going to continue to rise in the near future. Now, what does that mean for you? Well, it means mortgage rates are going up. However, we are still at historic lows when it comes to mortgages. So yes, it's gone up a little bit over the last two years, but if you look in the grand scheme of like the last 30 or 50 years, we are at one of the lowest points in history. So if you still have not refinanced or gotten the lowest rate possible over the last few years, now is the time to take advantage of the low interest rates and get out there and refinance your student loan debt. Well, if you have student loan, or sorry, refinance your mortgage, but if you have student loans, there are a few things that you need to keep into consideration. The first of which is your debt to income ratio or your DTI. Your DTI is the minimum monthly debt payments to your average monthly incomes. When you refinance your home, you're typically going to need a debt to income ratio below 45%. That is the magic number. You can sometimes get an exception to that, but for the most part, 45% is where you need to be at. So, It can be difficult though if you have a mortgage today and you have high monthly student loan payments, you might see that banks won't want to give you a refinance or they might not want to underwrite you. So it's really important that you know what your number is and you know if a bank is going to even consider giving you a refi on your mortgage. It can also be really challenging if you have an income-driven repayment plan. So you might think that, okay, I'm making $0 a month payments on my student loans, so my DTI will count that as zero. And while that might be the case, some lenders do use the zero if it's reported. The other alternative method that the federal government and many lenders use today is the 1% rule, which means you take your loan value and 1% of that is your monthly payment. And that can make it a little bit harder to um, pay or have a higher debt to income ratio, which makes it harder to get a mortgage. For example, if your student loan is $30,000, your 1% amount would be $300 a month. Well, now if you add that into your mortgage and any other debt you have, you can be getting close to that 45% limit and that could be tough to refinance your house. Well, what else? Well, if you have any loans in default, you are getting your credit score trashed and you are not going to be able to refinance your loan. For the most part, you're going to need a minimum credit score of 650 to 700 to refinance your loan. So if you don't have great credit, you had it when you originally got your mortgage. I don't know what's happened, but you need to go back and think about it, get your credit fixed, get it back on track, and then consider refinancing. Should you get cash out? If you are thinking about refinancing, maybe you get cash out to pay off your student loans. 
Well, that no longer makes sense. In the past, some people used cash out refinances to pay off their student loan debt. This allowed them to lower their interest rate and you would also get that tax deduction from the new mortgage. Well, with the passage of the new tax reform bill, the strategy might not make as much sense as it used to. Student loan interest is still deductible. So if you're paying it on your student loans, it's not, but if you get cash out refi, this no longer qualifies for a tax deduction, at least the cash out portion doesn't. So borrowers may want to consult a tax professional before making any big moves related to cash out refis, especially if you're using that money to pay off your student loan debt, because you might be getting a better tax write-off from actually paying the student loan interest than you would on any home equity or cash out refis. Second, you might want to use a service like Point. So if you remember a few episodes back, uh, we talked about Point, and it's this cool thing that you can sell equity in your home. So it's not debt, it's equity, and that you could tap cash in your home, and you could use that to pay off your debt. So if you're thinking about getting a refinance on your mortgage and you want to lower your interest rate, there are still ways that you could do it. You need to shop around, though, and see if it even makes sense. We like using Lending Tree, so if you go to thecollegeinvestor.com slash Lending Tree, you can see if there are any good rates and terms and fees out there that makes sense for you. If you're really going to refinance your home mortgage, you need to be saving at least 0.25% to make it kind of worth it, and it should probably be more than that. So really make sure that you are shopping around and you know your numbers, know your debt-to-income ratio, you know what your credit score is. Uh, you get out there, and that way you know what you qualify for so you can really take advantage if refinancing your mortgage makes sense, even if you have student loan debt. All right, hopefully that made some sense. If you have any questions, please leave them on the blog. I love to hear from you guys. You guys know I respond to comments, questions, criticisms, anything you got, send it my way. I'd love to hear from you. All right, guys, thank you very much, and I will talk to you next time.